0: I just realized that I haven't had my mic. See, th- okay, so this is what we were talking about, right? Like when, whenever when there's a Windows update, it just resets your audio settings. Uh, apparently, uh, my uh, OBS has not had my mic, go- uh, like uh, registered my mic at all. So all up to now, nothing has been recorded. So that's fucking
1: great. Oh, you had the same issue that I had with D D for the last three weeks. Yeah, luckily, oh. I,
0: I, I've reached a point now where every time I'm streaming something, I like check out uh, my mixes to make sure, hey, is everything all right? And sure enough, it wasn't. I'm glad you checked. Mm, that would have been a fuck. <laughs> it would just have been a, an audio recording of you talking to yourself. Oh no, they're not here for that. <laughs> hey, why not? <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, right off the bat, uh, there's some, uh, a little, I won't say house cleaning because it sounds like there's some dirt, but uh, just a, uh, a PSA uh, which is that if any of you were a big fan of the stream that we did of El Saron Chronicles, Chronicles, uh, I am sorry to say that you won't be able to find that live stream anymore. And that is because uh, the other day I got an email from Richard, the creator of the comic who very politely uh, asked me uh, if I could remove that video because he wanted to move on to to other things and he kind of worried that this one was going to haunt him. And, you know, in in more or less in his words, uh, he said that he had learned his lesson. And I make it sound like we were scolding him, but like he 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 had learned a lot from from us covering the comic and us, you know, he kind of wanted that to be the takeaway, not the this weird finish thing. So, uh, yeah, to respect his uh wishes, uh, I have unlisted the stream. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, uh, you won't be able to uh, to find that anymore. Um, I I, I won't like. Uh, it is one of those things where I I kind of have to to think about like what if someone comes so we're lucky we we're fortunate that the the thing that we experienced this with the for uh, for the first time is um, it's a live stream so it's not like in any official
1: context or anything. But, I mean, like it's got to be saved around as a podcast, so yeah, send me. Um, But it's been like mentioned in the Discord server. We made yeah. an announcement for it.
0: Absolutely. But it's one of those things where it's not like a, it's not a webcomic relief episode. And then I kind of had to like uh, make up uh, my mind and what if someone actually asks for me to take down a webcomic relief episode? Am I gonna give the same courtesy? It's one of those things where I actually don't know I, and I, I've been trying to kind of like work my head around like why is it that I want to take down like why is it that I want to agree to take down Elseron Chronicles but not say uh, uh, unsounded just at the top of my head like uh, why would I want to keep that up and I think it's because w- with that live stream we we went everywhere uh yeah. the the comic especially but there's also the whole story about how i got to hear about that comic and all that stuff and it just uh, and we've been talking like us mods and it's one of those things where i, I don't really feel that that reflects the webcomic.
1: belief it kind of got a
0: little mean-spirited um
1: yeah we, and that go on. no uh, i was actually gonna say like we we did uh, we did like Get rid of a pod, uh, not a but a stream. Before in the past, yeah, we did before. Before Lasa did a proper Lightbringer review, we had a Lightbringer uh, Jello Cartello uh, stream, and that one especially, we were just, we were just toxic people, and we didn't like I, that stream. Looking I back, fe-
0: I feel like that one came hot off the presses of Mister Medica's Linkara video.
1: Yeah and, yeah and all
0: and all this stuff about linkaura had been you know outed and so we were like oh my god we need to get in i i won't say that we that and of course i don't want to put words into people's mouths but uh i think in in subconsciously we kind of wanted to get in on on this whole, like, did you fucking see this shit? Like, kind of like when there's drama or something, everyone, like, wants to be like, hey, have you have you heard about this thing or something? And I think that that was kind of where it all originated from, but when all was said and done, we didn't really have, like, a whole lot to add. It, like, guess what? Linkara has a fucking terrible webcomic. Uh, but that was not what the stream ended up becoming. The stream ended up becoming, like, almost a fucking full hour of us just talking dog shit about Lewis. And... yeah. And and so that's why we took that down. And but it, we, when it came to when it came to Chronicles, it was uh, it was specifically requested by its creator for us to uh, go and take a look at it. Probably not as a live stream, but as a webcam relief episode. Um, so I, de- I, de- I think that we were more like pardoned for actually going in on 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 the webcam because again the creator had requested it, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I think that we also talked about in in, in the March chat is that the, one of the reasons why we kind of stopped doing streams is because I think we all without even like discussing it or anything kind of came to the conclusion that the, that these riff streams while they can be somewhat fun, uh, and they were I'm not going to pretend otherwise, but they, it, but it does come at the cost of someone. And that someone in these cases tends to be the creators of uh of these comics. And I don't know if it was you or someone, but I remember someone brought up the point of like when you when when you like riff on a movie or something, you're just yeah, kind that- of throwing it out into the ether. Uh but but when it's a webcomic or something and you are a bunch of various creators or comic artists or writers or whatever, you're just taking turns at donking on something it kind of becomes like we're, we're not dunking in the evil we're dunking on richard or mm-hmm. or who or, or uh phil or uh or you call if there's been others that we've dunked on or lewis so it's one of those things where like i don't feel like that reflects uh where i want to go with the webcomic relief and I'm uh, and I will say I'm kinda happy with the latest two streams of Tales Gets Trolled and Randallized because those are the ones where we're not laughing at them, we're laughing with them. And I definitely want it to be like that.
1: Yeah. Like the reason we haven't been doing the streams at all just because like we can never get like uh, like a s like a thing nowadays. I wanna I wanna stress out, like Lassa's in Denmark, I'm in America. Like how? Like I think Hugo's in Sweden. Hayden's in Australia. We got like people all over the fucking place, and we, trying to like juggle like time zones is, is hell. And and before we've
0: had people in, in Florida, New York, Canada, like all over the fucking map. So it it's actually impressive that we've had, even managed to have as many streams as we've had. Yeah. Yeah uh i will say it does make it uh easier for these uh, like uh, we've only done two at this point but like these charity streams where we just go like for a full
1: day because like it's morning for someone (laughs) i i do want to say like we we need someone to at least be here 24 hours a day to be or like someone to hold on to the stream keys to the channel at the very least because we can't have another Thing where the entire stream goes down at four AM and we have to rush into one Picardo chat. Oh yeah, that that was that was that was like the most that was like the most proud I wa- uh, thing I was as a moderator that I, we came up with that solution like super fast. I but, can't believe one. Oh, but no, no, no. It's just like it. That, that was just something none of us could foresee because we did Because that was when we learned that Discord actually does have a timeout timer.
0: Yeah it's it it's one of those things where it like a lot could go better with with these 24-hour streams but the, the fact of the matter is that there's a huge difference between like streaming for like 10 people or 100 people and doing that for like a few hours it's a entirely different thing when you have to coordinate with a bunch of different people both people who are going to be behind the scenes and people who are going to be on the scene and then you have to do that for 24 hours um again i cannot stress enough how we would not have a fucking timetable if it not if it hadn't been for alice um and uh, we, and and even like even though we thought like okay we we've kind of got it playing we kind of got it all figured out then uh, we find out at ass o'clock oh by the way we didn't make a fucking chat mug mo- People yeah. are just fucking talking all the dumbest, meanest shit in chat, and we can't do anything about it. Yep. So uh, yeah, it, it, I, I dare say it's been a learning experience. But you know, fact of the matter is, we did get we did um, raise a bunch of money for charity, nonetheless. I was proud of those.
1: Those were really those were really good. At the end of the day, yeah. Um. I wanted to, like, uh, backtrack to, like, Richard a bit. Yeah. Just because um, uh, I, I think I was the one who told, talked about, like, the whole ether thing, where yeah. it's it, it's just something that comes with the medium. When you're a webcomic creator, you're not just the artist, you're not just the writer, you're mm-hmm. not just the director, or storyboarder, or the editor. You are everything at once, so I guess involuntarily, a webcomic is going to be more personal to you than it is to, like, say the creators of, like, the Marvel movies. Yeah, you can always point at the director, but he's not the only one who fucking made it. There's a bunch of fucking actors, there's a lot of fucking screenwriters, a lot of fucking God bless the sweatshop animators for all the effects they have to do, just because it's a huge studio. But when you have, like p- like, practically a town of people... All working on one single project, and you want to like throw it onto the big guy in the chair. It's not going to be as meaningful. No. To or, like compared to like the guy who had to like stretch himself so thin to just make this work. And yeah, I think that's something we definitely, um, we definitely uh, became uh, more aware of. That's not to say you're not allowed to criticize anything. No, because you not. are. It-
0: yeah, Every, but, everything that you put out online is is open for criticism.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, like that that doesn't dis- by the same time that doesn't like dissuade the whole. This is going to affect somebody. No. And at least for the Elrond Chronicle stream, I think we weren't as vicious as we were to Richard as we were to Lewis. No. The, it was mostly just sheer astonishment because at the it's time, we, it is a ride. It is. It's it's like. Like, a uh, full-blown, full-blown, full-blown. There was, like, me and Emily read the entirety of the, of the comic before the stream happened. And we were looking at each other aghast, wanting to, like, to have this continue. Because we wanted to, like, do every single part of it. We Because, like, there was, everything that we saw there was the most, ad- like, child-friendly shit. Compared to what happens later. Because things got a lot more sexually charged and a lot more confusing in a very uncomfortable way. But. uh, That's neither here nor there. No. But like. D- d- just from the sheer reaction of the beginning. And the fact that it got worse later. I think like Richard kind of put it in his head like okay. He had to like put the brakes on this. Which. I do want to bring up, because I had my own encounter with Richard, like, years ago, back when I still had my DeviantArt account. I actually found his, and I contacted him through there, because I found him actually redoing Elzeron Chronicles a second time. Oh, yeah, I remember and that. I, yeah, and I, and I looked through it, and he actually made, uh, like, a lot of the things we would point out. Like, the fact we had to censor every single goddamn thing, where there was, like, you know steel camel toes and like nipples molded into the armor he made good care to make sure none of that was there like the there were more feminine proportioned they were there wasn't as overtly fucking and sex all the time but it was like toned down by a lot and it it was and his writing was actually a lot more coherent like reading through the first fucking seven pages of the other chronicles that whole diarrhea of the mouth of like exposition he actually found a way to like condense his writing into a more understandable kind of thing i'm not Uh, saying it was shakespeare or anything but like improvement is improvement and i had to give him props for that i think like one of the
0: the things that you can absolutely say about richard is that like El- Let's not mince words. That's where El- Chronicles was a fucking batshit insane, and I think like that's why everyone loves it. It loves it so much because every page turn is like a, what the fuck. But um, I think if there's one thing you can say is that I don't think there has been a lot more creators of whose comics I've covered or we've covered for that matter that has. Taken the criticism with such an open mind and like legit applied themselves To their work after we have brought up like various different issues and I think that is insanely commendable because We we even like apologize for it at the very beginning of of the stream where it's like We're gonna go in and we're sorry, but some of this is gonna come across harsh and And rich has just been listening to it all and applied it to the best of his abilities uh, to the comic and that is that is legit impressive and, reserve, and deserves a lot of respect in my book because it's one thing to get criticism uh when you ask for it it's another thing to have it be talked about online and it's an entirely different thing completely to have a bunch of assholes sit online and riff on it and (laughs) laugh at how fucking fucked up it is that and so to even like to to get so much out of of those streams that is that is actually like very very impressive and i uh, i wish richard all the best in his future endeavors because if he can take criticism like that and actually work uh, like uh, create something with that criticism then i absolutely believe that there is a growth spurt waiting to
1: happen in that guy like i want to put it out there you have been crucified for far less <laughs> by, mm, like, I want to say, like, thousands of other people, specifically fans and, like, some creators, who wanted, like, death threats against you because you didn't say it wasn't the best fucking thing in the world. And, like, we, I don't think, like, even on some of like your, like, meanest ones, I think we got, we went in harder against, like, Richard. And it was, like, a bunch of people, differences of perspectives. And he took that and, like actually improved that's that's a level of humbling i can't even like push right now it is yes. insane to me like like we fucking like, again
0: i think the first hour or something of that stream was just dedicated to how we came across the comic or i came across the comic and that was filled to the brim with not necessarily ridicule but me doing voices and all and and really just outing uh richard for the unfortunate encounter (laughs) that was the first uh, meeting with him um and like again like you said it was fucking it was insanely mean and just like vicious and then you have something like again my favorite example is house pets where (laughs) where i just go you know what this is fine and 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 dad has had the fucking creator of that comic
1: have a fucking nervous breakdown Respect down. People trying to like fight you in the comments for it, many times. You had like forum posters hating you. The the, uh. I, the
0: two things came out of that uh, that whole review that I still to this day laugh about. One is that uh, I don't. I actually, and I'm not even trying to be mean. I legit do not recall Rick Griffin. I don't. Uh, is that the office name? I don't recall it. But the the creator of of House Pets. Uh, was, like, very adamant that I was just talking out of my ass and going, lol, furries. And despite of that, he still changed his website after I pointed it out. So it's like, well, what, what, which one is it? Am I talking <laughs> out of my... Ass? And the other one is... And and I even, I've even tweeted it out a few times, where it's like, I can wake up in a cold sweat knowing that someone is this stupid, which is someone who wrote... um. Uh, something to the effect of the, uh, that my video was not a review because a review would be if I f- looked online to see what everyone else had said about the comic and then made a judgment uh, and, then compart- and, and then like taking all of that feedback, compartmentalized it into a single video and let that be the review. And it's just like, that is so... Fu- it is inhumane how retarded that is because it's one of those things where... Then who's the first review? Because, like, you want me to look at other people's reviews to make my review. Okay, fine. But then what the fuck makes their reviews? Like, because <laughs> cause if you are the first one to make a review of this thing, you cannot have had other people to, ma- to base your op- opinion on. Like, it's so...
1: It's it, it, yeah it it is bad <laughs> yeah uh but yeah like fucking, i'm sorry just you're you have like the weirdest spikes of like we're going to harp on this every time we get a yeah. chance but like you have the weirdest spikes of like fans coming after you for not for- even the worst like i i would say that the worst like the most you've ever gone in for and like uh, that like could I'm not going to say justify, but, like, I would... The most understandable why they'd have that reaction Mm. would be, like, the made abyss of you. Yeah. Because, like, straight up, you pointed out the whole... "Mm, The things that shouldn't have been drawn that are drawn in the webcomics. Like, oh, mm, bah, mm." And then you got, like, the worst of the worst of the worst of those fans coming out being actual fucking creepos.
0: You mean, like, like the dude
1: who is like, oh...
0: So, seeing you have an issue with the... Toddlers hung up in shibari bondage naked for filler chapters because the creator likes children uh, you you're the same you're probably the same person who has a a problem with this ad that ran in Denmark where adult women's breasts are shown on the side of a bus to promote breast cancer awareness what uh, the fuck is that comparison
1: like like you fucking pointed out the whole weird like lolicon shit in that goddamn story but like I would understand that backlash cause you, that is like the only time you ever said reading this story makes you feel like one of those gross people but like for everyone else your worst your biggest sin is always this is fine yeah <laughs> this, yeah, is, this fine. is fine yeah this is fine This is fine. It's like, it's whatever. It's not the greatest thing in the world. I don't, it's not for me, but I can see why it's for other people. That is your biggest sin half the time. (laughs) Yeah. And like, like, here comes Richard, where we are actively dunking on him for like five hours straight. Not even for like a 30 minute, for like an hour video, because you got big videos, bro. But like for Mm. five hours, we're dunking on him and this man comes out a better person. Yeah. That is like respect among respect i can give
0: yeah it, it so uh to kind of uh cut this off because i had another thing that i kind of want to just real quick touch on but uh to 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 end this topic on i uh, legit wish richard all the best going forward because uh he has absolutely uh earned the respect of this uh european cunt <laughs> I'm fucking with it. Seriously, Richard, if you're if you're hearing this, I wish you all the best.
1: Me too. Like, uh, I'll I'll speak for the mods and Jello Cartello because, like, you, uh, it's not just between me and Lassa. We're like ever since I told them about the note, we've all had some level of respect for you. So, hmm. kudos, good luck, and I wish you the best in all your endeavors. Absolutely.
0: Uh, then, I, uh, I I posted a video this week. Yes, um, you did. I did. Um, has been doing absolute dog shit numbers. So it's one of those things where, uh, and I, I, um, I, I remember when I did that uh, whole stream. Uh, a few months back, where I was like, "'Hey, what do you guys want? Where we came up with the idea of making this podcast Oh well, you've been pushing the idea for the podcast for many years <laughs> yeah but uh, the the stream where we kind of agreed okay let's let 's do a podcast and in that uh, people mentioned that one of the things that they wanted in the podcast was you know to go a little behind the scenes of the webcam relief, and I personally enjoyed that because, hey, I get to talk about my hobby um but it's, all, it's obviously not all sunshine and rainbows. It's not like, hey, uh, today I got to totally own a furry with facts and logic, yo. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 so, sometimes it is, hey, I put in insane amounts of hours uh, work into this analysis video of a thing I'm very passionate about where I'm trying a new segment where I will admit I am trying to appeal a little more to the YouTube gods And doing what other creators are doing most of all because i've been inspired by those creators Uh, i'm looking at alex mukala i think that's how you pronounce his last name and the corridor crew where it's like these are both professional well both these are all professionals in their field and they look at a thing and then apply the the uh, the knowledge that they have from them being professionals to analyze a certain topic and that's what i wanted to do with uh the uh the flames of truth video in final fantasy uh, 14 mm-hmm. uh also just because like i kind of want to move away from the whole thing of me being the anti-final fantasy guy uh <laughs> they're still not from like they're not all still for me but it's one of those things where even now and and I've talked at length about this i i had some serious problems with final fantasy 7 but final fantasy 7 is a fucking great game uh but obviously i don't think it's any surprise that my love for the francis now comes from final fantasy 14. so i kind of wanted to you know um uh gush a little bit as well as you know honestly react and and hopefully uh, tell some stuff that people can use for their for, for their creative works i mean like, i think like the whole thing i covered of of color theory and all that stuff in the video. I think that's something that other creators could definitely use for for their stories or something. But I think as of right now, and this is... In case someone listens to this in five years or something. This is coming from a channel that has 10,200 subscribers. It has been up for three days or something now. Uh, But it's typically in the first days that you get to see like the big numbers. I think maybe it has gotten 300 views. And I know that it's a long video, <laughs> surprise. Um surprise. but I feel like it's very condensed uh with, with it just because like it's 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 a it's a cinematic that has like uh, uh symbolism and and visual storytelling almost every fucking second. And so uh I'm a little uh, I won't say disheartened, but it, it, it's not very uh, it's not a good feeling to see something that you work so hard on do dog shit numbers. Um, mm-hmm. Especially when it's a new thing. I think, like, making analysis is like... Is that how you say the plural of analysis?
1: Analyses, I think, it is what it is. Analyses? You can say, say analysis video. Yeah. Or analysis videos
0: yeah like making analysis videos is definitely something that i fucking adore i love digging into something and and stuff like stuff like that and that's why i um i had so much fun uh reviewing anarchy dreamers um there's no such thing as jason both of these are things where it's like you really need to fucking (laughs) like uh you need to dig yeah you need to dig and, and and that's really fun. I love making my uh, show and tell videos. Just again, also because it's one of those things where I get to just gush about something that I care a lot about. Um, and and also my my, my show and tell videos have also been doing poorly. But it's weird because they they are the ones that do like the worst numbers. But those are the ones that people say this is my favorite video that you have done. And it kind of leaves me in like this weird thing where it's like i whenever i try something that's not webcomic relief people are not really willing to give it a chance And that is a little discouraging and so it's one of, so right now it's do i stop making this des- designer reacts and just like go oh it's a one-off it didn't work out or do i try and stick with it and see what happens
1: oh uh, no it just hit me what this is the exact same shit. That like Doug Walker went through when he was trying to figure out the Nostalgia Critic. (laughs) Oh
0: my god. I'm not going to kill Risa, don't worry. (laughs) Okay. I'm not going to invite a bunch of creators from across the world, treat them absolutely like dog shit, don't have any understanding on how to produce a movie, and then make an entire movie based around the farewell to my character without telling anyone about it.
1: That's not me. Then have to do another video explaining how to bring him back after you did all that after that your venture completely failed. Ah, uh, the the whole story is like a Greek tragedy. It really is. But like this is, but th- I think this is like a really profound thing because like now you're in this position where you have something that works, but you want to branch out, but mm-hmm. the success just isn't there. Whether it be earned or not, you have to decide what is what is something you want to do versus what's gonna bring you the whatever. Yeah, and the YouTube's a fucky game. It
0: is. It's also funny because it's one of those things where you. It, I'm I'm like the fucking I'm I'm living in opposite land. I have made a all the air quotes in the world here YouTube career. Off of covering the most niche, small fucking thing in the world. And then, when I try to branch out to something that, by all accounts, should be the most wide-angle lens for the most people in the entire world thing. I, it doesn't work. <laughs> so, it's like, I, it, it works for me when I get to do something for five people.
1: <laughs> it's it's this it's this thing i keep telling people whenever i want to tell them whenever like i okay so something a lot in the webcomic relief like chats and that we do in the middle of the night for no reason is uh trying to like is trying to like capture an audience and like a lot of people think the best way to do is to you know cast a wide neck grab as many people as possible that might work if you don't have anything established, but I think a better angle to take is always to carve your own fucking niche. And yeah. you being like the web the web comic guy being a riser it, it, it's, it's it's made this place that's wholly yours. there's go, there's always gonna be like webcomic reviews and there's especially gonna be a lot more coming nowadays if the current comics industry is going the trajectory it is. Oh yeah. But it but it's like you have your own niche. You have your own thing that you can call your own. So I guess to like things like the YouTube algorithm whenever you like try to expand or try to like grab somebody else, like go onto the this new turf, logically by all accounts, you should be reaching more people, mm. but it just doesn't work. But yeah. because you already have that niche carved out, and have that like, you know, flow of people coming in for that content specifically, that's always gonna do more until you start carving your niche in other places. Yeah. So it's it's weird. You're like on this channel, if you wanna branch out, you have to like fucking It's it's like it's like even though the channel's big, if you want something else to happen, you gotta have to start from square root one, which sucks. Yeah. Even though you already proved yourself. Second channel, more focus on show and tell, and does not Could
0: be, but... Maybe. Actually, I I wanted to bring this up forever ago. So this is actually a good segue into that. Because I remember there was a talk about one of the creators on the webcomic Leaf Discord who wants to produce a sequel of their webcomic. I don't know if you saw that conversation happening. But they wanted to... they wanted to uh, create a sequel to their uh, to their webcomic, and so the question then became: Do you make the sequel that is going to be different in tone as an extension of your current comic, or do you make a, a, an entirely different uh, comic as a sequel? And that and, and so if you got like a movie or something. Who gives a fuck? Just put Die Hard 2 on it and make it be PG for some reason. Then, uh, like, then then there's no problem. But when it comes to social... Uh, when, when you are an online creator, you kind of live and die by your audience. So if you go somewhere completely different, and even if you make a post or something, go, hey, check this thing out. My experience is that people don't follow you. Like... Yeah. The the real ones obviously do. Like, the people who found out, oh... Uh, uh Okay, this is not... I've kind of talked myself into a corner. I don't mean that the people who don't do this aren't good, good viewers or anything, but, like, the uh, there's there's people who, who, who will watch my show, and then there's people who are, like, really interested in what I'm doing. And those are the people who will follow me on to Twitch, for example. Um... But then, like, again, if I were to make a second channel, I think, at best, I could maybe get 100 people on that. Like, of my current audience. Uh, I don't... I, I'm of the opinion that people are not interested in following a a media, even if it's on the same platform, but to a different channel or something, or a different comic or something. And there, there was kind of, like, a big back-and-forth in 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 that conversation where it was like um like if this person should make the sequel to their comic as an extension of of the current comic or if they should make an entirely different one on webtoons or something uh what, what 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 do you think like what's your opinion on this
1: so like my mind immediately jumps to like do I want to make a Dragon Ball Z or a Naruto Shippuden? Cuz like it it depends when cuz like when you're when you're doing a sequel you're essentially just doing the same story like it's 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 it is a different story and it like the thing you're doing right now is like pre- pre- preliminary but it's like you, when you when you're explicitly calling something a sequel, this is just in my opinion, hmm. you're still doing the same fucking story. So I think it should still be the same thing. There's going to be a lot of differences you're going to do. There's going to be a lot different tone, but I think in terms when you use specifically the word sequel, you're still just continuing the story. It's going to go no. in a wildly different direction, and there's going to be a lot of different themes. There's a lot of it's going to be a lot more serious. But, like, that's kind of what happened with, like, Naruto and Naruto Shippuden. They kind of went from fucking... Because, like, yeah, the original Naruto was fucking dark in some areas. But then you go to, like, like, uh, the weird, hyper-depressing talks about, like, living in a ninja world with child soldiers everywhere. And, like, Mm -hmm. that's kind of heavy. And complicated and bullshit. But look, <laughs> That's kind of heavy you said about Child Soldiers. <laughs> it's kind of heavy. <laughs> yeah, how many people know and love DBZ versus people who know and love the original? Like, that one was a weird thing because, Absolutely. uh... Because, like, the... Like, everyone from Dragon Ball went over to Dragon Ball Z, and that went different, but when Dragon Ball Z hit, like, it was... It exploded... Because, like, it, I think it was, like, the first one to get, like, uh, transported over overseas. Uh, uh, kind of heavy genocide is justified. Uh, <laughs> Listen. Oh, yeah, that was the I, first one. <laughs> yeah, fucking, Chancellor sort kind of kinda heavy genocide is justified. Hey, Clive, remember fucking, the first podcast where you said the genocide was justified? Yes, I'm still gonna stick with that because Isekai are fucking weird. Okay. But, like, the point I'm trying to make here is, like, if you're going to call it a sequel, if you're going to tie it to the original, keep it on the same platform. Mm. There's a di- I think there is a distinct difference between a sequel and a spiritual successor. Mm. If you want to make a comic that's a spiritual successor, that can even reference the thing, but it goes so far out that it doesn't, that it, like, unless you knew it was a spiritual successor, you wouldn't make the connection. So more Boruto would- so
0: than Shippuden.
1: Exactly. Then fucking then fucking go ahead and rebrand and go elsewhere. But I feel like sequels need to be attached to their original if you're going to call it a sequel. Mm. If the first story was to build up and then you have more story, the original people following you are going to see this like, oh, you're just adding more chapters. Okay. Mm. I, I think people who follow the story up to that point, they're not going to change it because they're just gonna keep reading it for more chapters they're not gonna see that break Mm. whereas if you're gonna start branding it as its own thing and like but it's still it is still especially a sequel you have less of a chance of people going back and reading the pre-comic when you at this starting point of the sequel than you are of losing dedicated readers and won't follow you to the new one that's that's my take i'm i'm having i'm like i'm like a uh, fumbling over my words no i i definitely think that uh, you you conveyed the
0: the gist of your argument uh but yeah like that was also the point that i was uh like i was trying to to say which was that uh, from personal experience i have uh, seen that people do not necessarily follow you uh, and then like the the Uh, person that i was arguing against who who, by the way brought up some great great points i'm not trying to Mm -hmm. to to discredit them at all but uh they were like yeah but 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 what you're doing on on twitch is different from what you're doing on on youtube and that is absolutely correct on on, on twitch it's it's this or it's it's me uh, playing fighting games or, or, or talking shit about video games or something like that. Uh, so I absolutely understand that there is this whole thing of like people who watch for one thing will not necessarily follow you over to a place where you're doing something different. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But when it is, which was the case here, when it is a comic that is with the same characters, maybe with a different tone, I would personally also just l- let it stay with that comic just because the the people who will read this this sequel are people who are already interested in your comic, so you like there's no re- you have nothing to gain. I feel for for making that leap away from yeah. from different creators, but that 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 that's my take. And and yeah. again, it I I see that's why I I love having the. Uh, the Discord. There's a lot of reasons why I love having the Discord. There's also a lot of reasons why I don't, but... Uh, <laughs> but one of the reasons why I love having the Discord is because, like, have you... Uh, be honest with me. Have you ever had this thought? Like, what to do if you make a, a sequel of your comic?
1: Are you asking me specifically, or are you yeah, talking yeah, to
0: the no, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm,
1: ta- I'm ta- talking to you. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, so... I actually do, because okay. I, I, I'm in the situation where, like, I have this story I really want to tell. And, like, I have it set up in, like, three different phases that while, that, like, even though in my head it's a vi- it's one continuous story, it's, like, when I have it, like, se- like, separated out, they're all wildly different stories, but they're all the same plot, essentially. Yeah. So, and the way I would think with, with doing it because like, I even came up with like different titles and names for all of them. Even though they're all under the same fucking umbrella in my head. But it's just... I would keep them all together. Because my intention is that... My story is... You're going to need all of these for this one series story mm. to be consumed. To okay, be like...
0: But- you, to be like understood. Okay, so... but So you have had the thought on what to do if you make a sequel but the point i was making is that i do not think that the majority of people has ever had that thought and that's one of the reasons why i love having that discord is because it is a a, almost a forum of hey i have this very unique problem that only comic creators will ever have to deal with uh help or artists (laughs) or writers uh hey i don't know how to draw I, I'm I'm looking at the Discord now. Uh, draw women from different angles and drawing uh, the breasts on women. Oh, that is well, an
1: artist problem as fuck.
0: Yeah, and then I am one. Uh, we we even have like a, a specific board for it now where it's like, hey, I have a fucking tutorial for you. And so I think that's one of the coolest thing about uh, about uh, the Discord that we made is that it is a hub for people who for this very niche thing but I feel that everyone can uh can I'll gain from. Yeah, exactly. So uh I, I'm I'm always just like happy to see people bring something up that no that I for one have not ever thought about because it rather have the knowledge now than when you have to actually make the leap and then you go uh fuck uh <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah guess i guess it's also one of those things where you don't really think about it until you start doing it yeah but but you have enough people in the pot to like come up with their own experiences someone's bound to come up with an idea for this absolutely but then like
0: but but there's also like so you wanted to 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 separate it into acts or whatever you, uh, yeah well their own little stories or something. And then you have fucking uh Homestuck which was like hey by the way now we're doing this weird detective thing uh, uh, in, in the middle of, okay, it, okay. of it all.
1: Okay, so that one is actually I'm I'm not I'm not going to tell you all the specific details but no that there is reasons for that
0: well yeah of, of, of course of course but it's one of those things where it's like now there's just this massive jump and you're like what in the fuck <laughs> <laughs> so it, it like it's just a, I think it's an interesting um a parallel to make
1: yeah no no it is because it's like it's one of those things where at the at the forefront, it doesn't seem planned, and it's super jarring, and it's bullshit. And you know what? Maybe in that point of time, it wasn't planned, but then they retroactively made a plan for it, so now it seems planned in hindsight. Yeah, but it's but it's like one of those but it's one of those things you can always like change. But um, I I don't know where I was going with this. My brain just farted. Um, okay, I
0: I I can pick it up then. <laughs>
1: Have you ever had like,
0: so now that that you bring up like this thing about it not being planned or anything, have you ever had that thing where, so you have your story in your head and if I, if you're anything like me, you're kind of like playing out scenes or something in your head all the fucking time. So have you ever had that thing where you're like, okay, how would my character do this thing or... Ah, uh, th- this would have been cool if. And then you realize, wait, I actually did something earlier in my head script where. where that could actually fit perfectly with where I'm at now. Oh my god, I'm a fucking genius.
1: Oh. Oh. Lassa, you're calling me out because this literally happened five minutes before the yeah. podcast! It, it's the best thing ever because, oh, I did this
0: one oopsie thing and then it's like wait <laughs> oh my god yes and then and then he can do this and then she can say that because he did oh <laughs> <No! laughs>
1: it's like oh um maybe i should change the scene because i guess it doesn't mean anything wait 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 wait, but this this means oh but that but Ooh! it's it's like a little orgasm for an artist when you yeah. make that connection it, it is a very good feeling and, and uh, it
0: is one, and let's not make some more. here. It is 100% pure luck.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Like, c- cause he, the thing w- is like you're, when you, when you eventually have so many things running around your head, guarantee, like all these, all these opportunities could probably happen all the time and you just don't see it but and maybe you maybe you're in a mode where you can see it but then the opportunities just never show themselves you gotta have hmm. to wait for like the stars to align for those moments to happen but then boom boom it's i love it <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't know what i'm saying uh, but yeah it's a very would, good feeling it it, it it is the best and it is one of those things where like again that's only something that you can really discuss with other creators. Like, try and sell it to your, to your parents or something, and they'll be like,
1: what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> my, my, where did, where dad, did we go wrong? Oh, God. Listen, like, I love my dad a lot, but he also has... He, he doesn't know how to express human emotion to save his life. <laughs> he's a robot. He, he's, he's, a, he's a big old robot. I love him. He's a very intelligent man. But God, he's got like the emotional range of a bucket. I don't even know what that fucking means. But it's know. true. It's it's a it's a it's a it's a shallow bucket. Is that what's a very shallow bucket? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but I guess like I, we I, I guess let to bring this back around real quickly, like we <laughs> I'm glad we do have a space where we can just like punch words together and like come up with those epiphanies on the fly. Actually, um, I'm gonna, uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, uh, what's, what's the term where you're gonna, like, give a shout-out to somebody? Give a shout-out! Thank you, yeah. th- thank you, Lassa! <laughs> 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 I'm gonna give a shout-out to, to the Lord of Lemons right now, because we were, we had a call, when, and we had a group chat, in, not a couple nights ago, and, like, he br- he came up with this really cool idea for, like, his, um, characters, where, uh, He's got, like, his main race species uh, that, are, like, control aura and shit. And there are, like, these other people who are, like, living batteries who can't control it on their own but make technology to, like, use the aura for them. Hmm. So, like, you've got, like, the people with superpowers and the people with super technology on the other side. And the way he was talking about it, we like everyone in the chat was like having like making these word connections. It was like, Oh my god, that's fucking cool. And I think like when we were all having those epiphanies, he started like adding them into his like his journal. It's like, oh shit, this is a good idea. <laughs> like uh, just to give like the specific example, uh, the technology people have this uh, thing where they do not want to share their technology because it could be not only misused, it could also be used against them. And they're already at a disadvantage, like, conceptually. Yeah. And uh, that shit, of all things, that shit reminded me of Animorphs. Because if you ever read that series or seen the TV show, shit's fucking weird. I don't think they ever but, got Animorphs in Denmark. Oh, man. Well, we'll we're going to have a talk about that later. Okay. But, uh, but no, but the thing about Animorphs, like, there's this thing where... This also happened in that series, which is kind of like the, it's like the crux of the entire series existing where somebody shared their technology with these pathetic insects and now they're starting an intergalactic fucking, like, uh, conquering crusade. That's what I'm talking about. Crusade. They started a crusade. It's all their fault. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, that's a good idea. Use it. And then we all just piled on and gave good ideas. And that's another thing I wanted to say. Like whenever we, whenever we have like a bunch of people together, even if it's just someone sharing their ideas, you're always going to get like a bunch of people like clamoring and trying to share their own suggestions and their thoughts and the way they process it, and mm-hmm. you're just free to like you know rip those ideas like that. This shit's mine now. It's going in the story. Yeah. Fuck you. Actually, no, not fuck you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> genuinely, I like that feeling. It's a good I, feeling. Yeah, Join servers. I,
0: I I I can I can imagine however that there is going to be points where like the uh, where everyone else is like yeah okay but my comic like uh, if there's one thing I've yeah. learned it's that everyone is up to bat all the time to shout out their thing. Mm. I I, I and and that and that is 100% good but some, but when you have a room that is just filled with people like that it just becomes what in the fuck
1: like where, where do I put my attention? I think it's also i think we're like mostly pretty good about people sharing their ideas oh, Yeah. because like you just gotta have like that ability to read the room and be like, okay, we're gonna like everyone wants to share our ideas, we'll just go we'll just like you know start a queue and like you know someone wants to say something, you'll share their ideas, but then i i like we, I end up having to be a moderator in these calls anyway that's how we make it work. Okay. You, you, always, you always get, like, the one person who genuinely cannot read a room and will just interrupt somebody mid-sentence or, like, switch the topic directly onto them at the first break for a breath. And that's not cool. That's really not cool. Let people talk.
0: To be fair, these are all uh, writers and artists. I do not think a lot of those people get out a lot. Not just in general, not necessarily the, my community or anything, but just in general.
1: I mean, I feel like I feel like when you're in a when you're like a group of co- like collective people trying to help each other, you kind of got to learn eventually. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> I'm, 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 if, I'm, yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead.
0: I'm not saying that you know, like, oh, it's fine. It, it's just that I think that kind of comes with the territory, and it's up to. The other people in the in 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 those calls then go, hey, this is not cool. This is not how you human.
1: <laughs> yeah, sometimes you gotta you just gotta pull out the spray bottle and be like, no, bad, yeah. bad yeah. kitty. Beep beep. Where do we go from here?
0: I do not. I do not know. Uh yo, wait, what did I come into?
1: Nothing? No, huh, 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 nothing? No. You didn't you didn't you didn't see anything. Oh! Okay. Actually. Uh, something I wanted to bring up. Lasse. Yeah. How do you feel about listening to other people's in, like insane breakdowns? Cause I think it's personally very fascinating. Okay. I need you
0: to elaborate on what you mean by breakdowns do you do you mean like i'm gonna break down what my thing is or do you mean nikocado avocado breakdown
1: i guess like it's like closer on the nikocado thing only it's more like a writer breaks down coming he has like an insane idea and like goes one and goes like Com- keeps coming up with more and more and more insane ideas, and then you take a step back and look at the insanity all unfold before you and it's like the madness is its own art. That kind of thing. Uh
0: well I I, I can't really think um like I've I've definitely had people who have reached out to me about like different ideas and something where they just kept on going and going and going and going and going uh, but never at any point did they have like the self insight enough to like take a step back and go, "Wow, holy, what the fuck did I just say?" <laughs> um, my 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 favorite go to is uh, and I uh, is a dude who um, I'm not gonna name any names, but he was the person who uh, was questioning uh, whether or not mind control equals equal rape. Oh yeah, uh, j- oh. J- j- just just to set the stage, uh, and uh, nothing against the person, uh, but yeah, you know, uh, but he no. he uh, he uh, told me about his his story, and it it was the most nuts shit I have ever fucking heard. I rem- I rem- and and I and it's it's one of those things where I don't even know if that's necessarily a bad thing, because the fucked up thing is I still remember it. Because, because of how fucked up it was. But I, I, there was... So, he goes on for maybe an hour in a voice call, just nonstop stop about, uh, about how God has a fight with what is essentially Cthulhu. And, <laughs> and their fight creates a rift in time and space, and through that rift... People are able to access a different dimension, which is heaven, and in and people from that dimension are furries and they come into our world or something like that. And it's like oh and again and, and so I'm like, okay, so that is like that that is the plot you're trying to tell. Is that okay, so God and Cthulhu are having a fight and that summons furries. No, that is just the <laughs> fucking introduction. That's just the introduction. The the actual story is about all these different characters. Obviously, chicks with huge tits. And then, like, there was some of the most bad shit fucking thing. So, okay. There was one, and I'm I'm probably going to butcher the story. I think they can't the story at this point because it's years ago at this point. But I remember I had to actually, like, stop the guy and go, hold the fuck on. Because... He wanted to tell a story about uh, one of the characters, who is a side character, by the way. Keep that in mind yeah. for 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 the topic we are about to discuss.
2: Oh. And he,
0: he wanted her to have a low blood cell, a uh, white blood cell count, essentially meaning that she is very like prone to sickness and stuff like that. Okay. Now, instead of just saying, "Hey, she has low white blood cell count," it became. So her mom had AIDS, and so oh, I remember this. And so when she was giving birth to her baby, she she some some of her blood, some of her AIDS filled blood, entered entered the baby who also had a wound at the time, and so. Uh, she also got the super AIDS, but she's not. She doesn't have AIDS, but the AIDS gave her a low white blood cell count. And it, and and at that point, I just had I had to fucking stop the guy. Like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you have a world where Cthulhu fights God, and 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 their fight is so like. It's like the fucking Broly movie where Gogeta and Broly <laughs> fight so hard that it causes a rift in time and space, and you wanna and and you want a um, a realistic reason as to a quote unquote realistic reason for why your character has a low uh, white blood cell count. And you thought it was a good idea to have that be because her mom had AIDS. Um, and I'm not I know nothing about AIDS but if you told me right this second that that's not how AIDS work I would 100% believe you. But <laughs> and, and, But I had to like stop him and go what the fuck are you doing? And like, I don't see the problem and I'm like uh, okay this is gonna be one of those things isn't it? <laughs> oh god. I don't even fucking think that the white bloods, like, her being prone to diseases, had anything to do with the story. I think it was legit just a thing that he wanted the character to have to make
1: her interesting. Okay. Oh my god, I I completely forgot about all this and you had to be there front and center okay so so i was i was gonna like tangent off to like (laughs) oh fuck sorry (laughs) no it's okay no no i'm glad you brought this up because like this is more interesting than what i was gonna bring up because uh i was just bringing up the uh something that's been trending right now is like the the mort dreamworks theory where he's like because of like the way all these themes seem to be coming up like how for some reason in pixar films all the bad guys seem to be french and the, the way Mort was, like, portrayed in All Hail King Julian. He's apparently an elder god, and it's canon, and it's insane. And I, it's, like, uh, it's. I think it's very entertaining to, like, watch uh, some guy, like, put the pieces together and go in, off into insanity. But you had like, an actual real example, and that's, <laughs> like, I guess because I didn't have to experience firsthand, that was incredibly fascinating to me.
0: I, so, I think, like, the difference here is that um, I I don't think that this was a person who was losing it. I think this was a person who never had it in the first place. Nice. <laughs> it was a, like uh, I think this legit came from a person who did not know why this was fucked. Um, and uh, that's a little bit scary. But other than that, it's like it, it uh, that there's people who are just like losing it as they go, like um. Uh, I I brought him up in an early episode, but there was this one dude who who was dead fucking certain that Death Stranding was going to be Metal Gear Zero, and seeing there th- there's a fucking three part video series of them uh, visually explaining why Death Stranding is is going to be uh, Metal Gear Zero, and we're talking like. I've, again, I think I brought it up, so sorry if I'm repeating myself, but he's taking various different words, of the, uh, like letters of the way that Metal Gear Solid is written in Metal Gear Solid 3, and then tipping it on its head, and then putting it in a random spot so some of those letters overlap with others, and then uses those letters to cut some letters out, and then... He fills out the blanks, and it kinda, sorta, maybe, if you're high, looks like zero, like the word. Even though Metal Gear has been using numbers this entire time, it is, like, that is a person who, and, 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 it gets crazier the further you go. Uh, But this is a person who just starts losing it more and more and more. But there are absolutely people who are just going off the deep end sometimes. And like... It's one of those things where you... uh, Maybe not you, but I at least sometimes have to go... Maybe it's me who's weird. Maybe... Maybe it's just because that I'm a very... Like, I think about a lot of the things that I say, even though I often say dumb shit, I, ov- I obviously... Uh, no, not obviously. I oftentimes think a lot about, like, am I phrasing this right? Am I... Uh, uh, where am I going with this? But when it... Uh, but then there's people who are like, fuck it! And, and so sometimes I think, is that just the way to be? Sometimes, is it just the way to be to just say, fuck it, and just... Uh Go with the flow, and that's how you end up with people like like this dude here, where it's like, I, is that just how you're supposed to be? Like, just not think, <laughs> think too much about it, and just enjoy. Because I'm, I, I will gladly admit, I'm, I'm overly analytical and critical about a lot of fucking things. Some things where it's like, again, we brought it up earlier. Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy eight. Hey, they end up in a spaceship that's just flying around in outer space, and apparently. It was hinted at before, but I don't really fucking call that, but who gives a fuck? But it's one of those things where <laughs> I make a big fucking thing out of that and be like, oh my god, that's so stupid. When in fact, it's like, who cares? They're using gun blades. Do you really want to fucking... <laughs> is this the hill you want to die on? So, uh, so uh, there's also been like this one person. Um, again, uh, it, it should be stated, I have nothing against these people that I'm bringing up, but it's just one of those things where... I have to talk about it. I can't, I can't not, it's going to eat away at me. But I I think I've also mentioned this dude before. But there was a dude who wanted to make a full-on tabletop role-playing game of him and his friends role-playing in the world of that one hentai with the brown-skinned elf chick and the orcs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those things where have you fucking lost your absolute goddamn mind? What the shit is this, or am I just too overly critical? And it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it, go nuts.
1: <laughs> I mean, me personally, I'm always skeeved out about like doing erotic role play with other people in in like in, in a sitting. I'm, I I'm Maybe I'm the weird one on this, because I, but I prefer to keep my degeneracy either anonymously online or to myself in the comfort of my own bedroom.
0: I didn't even fucking want an erotic uh, roleplay with my ex doing In the Bedroom. Like,
1: how the fuck am I supposed to do it with friends?
0: <laughs> I know.
1: But, I, I mean, like, I guess if that floats your boat, and that's what turns you on if, you, and if it works for all of you good for you but i would have been happier if i didn't know that
0: i i i'm i again i i could swear i brought this up but again i need to just fucking ask the question what do you do like how do you play the how do you win how do you win this game like <laughs> I'm, I, just,
1: I'm assuming it plays like warhammer or like D rules where like somebody has to be the arbiter of the sex and you kind of like roll for it Well, like uh, do you, do, Like what?
0: Okay, here's my Let's question. Ta-
1: okay, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: What happens if you crit? You shoot <laughs> goo,
1: my dude <laughs> so you Just keep rolling until you crit Okay, okay, so here's here's my <laughs> curse knowledge for the day. At, for a laugh, for a laugh, my my DM, uh, she was she was on TikTok and she found this cursed PDF of like a and sex manual, and it's not like how to do sex positions. and to be reminiscent of the game. No, this act they actually gamify the act of coitus, <laughs> the and it act got of and coitus. it's. W- but it's so fucking weird because like the, like the, the the race of your player character matters for how much you can satisfy somebody and no, that's that's Ghost a stereotype. double. That's a stereotype. I I I, I don't I like <laughs> that stereotype. Oh, <laughs> uh, like oh, your class decides something how you how good you are in the sack. Your spells the cla- your class abilities. Every little aspect of D&D has been gamified to specifically enhance D- the
0: D- I think. So that's fucking. Uh, uh, that's amazing. But you know what's almost equally as amazing and hilarious? What? This is the moment that Luke McKay decided he wanted to follow the stream. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, Oh so, my so, god.
0: So the chat brought it up, and I need to, I need to tell this story. It is one of the most. Uh,
1: uh, unless you. Were you done with yours? Uh, the, the, the other thing I wanted to say, um, the, I think the most cursed thing is that you can actually roll a d8 to figure out the circumference of your anus <laughs> to, to note how much experience you've had. It is the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my do, life. Do
0: you want as high a number as possible or as low a number as possible? <laughs> Depends if you
1: want to be like a virgin or not. So a virgin is zero. (laughs) So yeah, so like, so like, there's like, um, if you (laughs) have, I hate to explain it because it's so awful, but supposedly the way the game gamifies it, if you've never had it before, it's it's a zero. But like the higher you roll, the higher the circumference, and the higher experience you have on your seduction
0: checks. Oh my god, this. This stream right here, more than <laughs> anyone else, has just been a smorgasbord of things to call the, the this episode. Holy shit! Anal <laughs> circumference. T- I'm gonna write that one down. Hold on. Anal, Anal circumference. circumference
1: <laughs> hi, hi, everybody! If you just joined the stream, you came in when I was saying something awful again.
0: Oh uh, fuck. Um, okay, so yeah, I I, ha- I had to to, to tell the story because oh my god, this is the fucking weirdest. So remember how I have been very upfront that I role played on World of Warcraft. Yeah. So me and some friends, we were hanging out in a place in World of Warcraft called Booty Bay, which is like a, a, you know, a harbor city. Clo- it's supposed to be a very South and Caribbean inspired place. So we're hanging out there, we're doing a thing, and uh, then I go into the, uh, the nearby tavern and so uh, In World of Warcraft, uh, you can have a what is called a flag RSP, which is essentially a little Like when you click on people a little document uh, is in the the corner of the avatar icon and You can click on that and uh, you can basically read the description and all this stuff about the character. Like, what are you seeing? What are you... Um, like, what? Are, what is the story or something? So you have a better idea of what character am I standing in front of? Because the... Um, the the models in, in World of Warcraft leave a lot to be desired. So it's not like you can actually like, oh, my character has heterochromia iridium or something like that. It's uh, So you kind of have to write that. And so I bump into this person who's, I think they're standing naked on top of the of, of the bar counter. And so I see that they have this RSP. And I'm like, why the fuck are they standing naked on top of the bar counter? So I like click this thing. And that is when I'm introduced to the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. It is a RSP that has in big bold letters the pregnancy game. Oh, God. And so the thing is that uh, you could erotic roleplay with this... This character, but but you had to to finish inside of her for whatever oh. reason, and you then had to roll a so in World of Warcraft you roll between zero and a hundred, and you had yeah, to yeah, roll, yeah. and if you were either over or under a specific number, you would uh, she uh, she would become pregnant. And and it it so it it was one of those things where it's like there was a fucking disclaimer in the fucking bottom of this where it's like, hey, uh, you don't actually have to role play you becoming a parent or anything. Uh, it is just whether or not my character gets pregnant or not. Uh, so th- and and it was like I have never seen someone be so upfront with with the with the kink like this like the f- again this is something everyone and the fucking mom can see by just clicking on them and the, it's right there in big bold letters hey fucking impregnate me daddy
1: <laughs> okay Lasa, um, i'm not familiar with <laughs> i'm not familiar very much with final fantasy 14 Hmm. But I know, and the only thing I know about it uh, are is the reputation of the Bao Meng server, where that shit is rampant, because that is the RP server for that game. Oh, All yeah. right. So I feel like when you're out of that, I feel like in every in every space there's always going to be people who love to take RP like too far. Oh yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of people like that. Um. <laughs> Uh, re- real quick, it's, yeah. Uh, like, if you wanna
0: get your rocks off, if you wanna fucking just ERP till your balls shrink to the size of a peanut, if you wanna jerk your shit to uh, to whatever is on screen, you go right the fuck ahead. As long as it's legal, I'm not about to stop yeah. you, kink, shame you, or anything like fucking that. But. It's one of those things where you come in and it's just in your face, like getting slapped in the face by a, with a fish. It's like, Mm
1: -hmm. what in the fuck is going on here? I, I genuinely think there has to be like spaces for this kind of thing. You can't just go out with your cock out in the middle of like Central Park Zoo I know. no No, but I, I, I definitely, <laughs> I,
0: I, I definitely agree that. Again, like I'm, I'm, I'm very much like a a a sex positive guy. You do whatever the fuck you want as long as it's legal. But uh, so I think, like as I've grown older, it has become more and more of like think of the children, like uh, and and especially for for of Walker here or something where it's like. Uh, there is uh, on the server I used to play on. Uh, you could not go to Goldshire, which is the the first town you really get to as a human, and it's right outside of the uh, of Stormwind, which is like the main hub for the Alliance. You could not go there without very, very blatantly be hit in the face with not just sex, but like the most balls to the wall, hardcore fetish won't even show up on Pornhub shit. Uh. Like, I remember I was doing a fucking quest at one point and I go into a barn and there's people who are just legit shitting in each other's mouth. And <laughs> and it's one of those things where you, can, if you want to fucking do that, you can go into a party and you can just do whatever the fuck. And sure enough, it, it, people might figure out what's going on if there's two undressed avatars standing and not talking but it's better than just out in public being like and then I squat down and then I <laughs> like
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think that in itself the exhibition or humiliation thing is the thing that gets them off where like they, they just want to do it in public and because it's raunchy or because they're actual creeps and they're awful people but it's like, I can understand it, but it's definitely something I don't condone. Nah. Like, because it's like, I, I honestly feel whatever the hell you're doing in your own little private chat, in your own, like, house or far off area, but if I'm, like, grinding against some monsters and you're grinding behind a tree <laughs> while I'm trying to kill something, I feel like there's some sort of conflict of interest here. <laughs> Don't get too close. I'm swinging this sword around. You might want to <laughs> lose something. You might
0: end up losing something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, it th- there, there are definitely people who, who don't give a fuck. And um uh, it's one of those things where I, I don't know. I I think I've reached a point now where I would like it to be a moderator a little bit. I don't want to be a prude or anything, because again, I would like to think I'm very sex positive or something. But again, if it's games like Final fantasy or world of warcraft where where children can just get in i am not like super fond of the fact that little lucas at the age of 11 can lock on and be taught what unbirthing is oh god enjoy your horniness but don't be a creep and be so public about it. yeah
1: yeah like uh a- I think like what, what what Alice said about like personal experiences having a space like that is a very good thing. The Goldshire, the Balmong place, whatever, as it serves as a filter and gets the creeps out of the normal spaces.
0: Yeah, but uh, there, there's yeah, but but the problem is then still that those places are like it. Again, if it had been, I don't know, some weird cave or something far off the beaten path in World of Warcraft where people were doing the shit, then it wouldn't be that much of a problem because everyone and their goddamn mom can like just go there and do whatever. Uh, and and it's far away from where people might just happen to come across. But, um, but when it's a place where where you are no doubt going to to come by by accident by quest by design or whatever then eh, like i'm again i'm i'm way cool about having it but keep it out of the the way for for other people so like you said have a have a housing or something like again in in uh, In World of Warcraft, you had garrisons where it was like an instance place where only you and your friends could be. Like, do it there. Don't do it where little Lucas can go in and and see this shit.
1: Oh, God. Okay, so... I came back from a repressed memory when we were having this conversation. I think, like, my first experience of this, I was like... Fourteen years old and playing Maple Story of all things. Mm. Uh, the most the most popular place is like the one of the starting towns, Hennessy's or Hennessy. I don't whatever. I keep confusing it with the alcohol. Now, point is, um, I'm there, like going around talking to the townspeople, doing the quests, little little baby his first MMO kind of thing. And enter one of the houses to like talk to one of the NPCs, and I see both, and I see these two people. uh... Just, like, without any clothes, crouching up and down, and, like, one of them's casting, like, a healing spell that makes them do this, like, grunting motion, and someone's spamming the F1 key to force the face that makes it look like you're punched. And, like, I didn't put it together, because I was dumb child, I was, like, I am just here for the, for the quest. That's a and, like, of And like, said, hey, <laughs> it is, but apparently they were just, they were just, like, and <laughs> uglies over and, like, they told me, hey, do you want to you want to join in? And I'm like, no, I'm on a quest. Bye. And I just <laughs> left. Can you imagine that in, in,
0: in, like, real life? It's just like people go, hey, you want to get in on the action? Like, no, I'm on a quest. I need to get eight apples for Grandma.
1: And she'll give me a sword. <laughs> That's basically what was happening. I think the quest I was doing, I was actually trying to get a special hat. Okay. No, I need this hat! You don't understand! I have no items on me! I need to get this fucking hat! Okay, okay bye! Enjoy healing, I guess. Wanna tag in? No, can do the groceries Jump closes in five minutes. Oh. I love that. It was it was cursed, and I, and I love how I didn't understand what the hell was going on. You were way too and innocent I, for your own good. I was way too innocent for my own good. Now I'm a fucking awful degenerate. Soldier, yeah. like TF2, was playing. <laughs> wanna fuck? Wanna Give come? me hat!
0: <laughs> Give me your hat! <laughs> I remember that one where it's like, Oh, what are we gonna do? Give me your hat.
1: Are you sure <laughs> you don't want to do anything? Give me your hat. <laughs> hat. <laughs> oh no, I lost a Pokemon battle, but I don't have any money. Is there something <laughs> else you want? Give me your hat! <laughs> yeah. Which one of you weedles want an ass <laughs> weapon? Anyway. Oh... How did we get here? Yeah, I don't it, know. It, every
0: time we have this uh, this podcast, we always end up uh, uh, like near the end of going. How in the f-? we went from talking about Elsron Chronicles? Okay, maybe that's not as big a leap. <laughs> but uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we were talking like actually serious about Elsron Chronicles. We yeah. weren't even riffing on it today. No. okay, we were having a serious talk about Elsron Chronicles,
0: and now we're talking about anal circumference checks. <laughs> fuck it make that the
1: just make that uh, the it,
0: it, absolutely i i don't know if we can have it on on our platforms but um just just call it roll for circumference check roll for circumference check okay <laughs>
1: i'm going to write that down real quick ah oh, lordy uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? Because I feel like that's a weird place to end it, but I'm happy with
0: that. You know what? Fuck it. It's a it's a good place to end it. I'm also very tired. We've had a big fucking day at work today, so oh, I uh, gotta go back to work and like after this. Uh, hmm. But
1: I will read some questions though, and some questions. But where did people send those? Oh, you see, they can send them to webcastrelief at gmail.com so people can roll their circumference checks.
0: And tell us the result at webcastrelief at gmail
1: Yes, they can. It's a D. Tw- it's a D eight. Everybody. <laughs> oh god. Okay. First one, that we got a question. All right. Catch it. You- no, no, we're not leaving. You. We're not leaving. Oh, you- oh, you're you're leaving, Luke. Oh shit. Be safe. Take care. Fine. So our first question comes from uh, Caesar. And he says, Riser uh, touched on how his ex did RP. Does that mean Riser dated a furry? Did she know about the infamous line from the concession review? Oh, that's a good I think- one. I
0: Um, I I I don't think I've ever really hid that she was a furry. Um, oh. I uh, like I I remember you specifically. You 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 teased me about oh you you fucking. You you talk the Mary shit about furries and now some of your biggest supporters, your be, your best friends, your your girlfriend, all that shit are furries, um, mm. but uh, uh, yeah, she uh, she uh, she was a uh, how to put this? A, yes, she was a furry, but she wasn't um, the idea that I at least have of of most furries. Like she she could operate and exist outside of that. Um, she didn't want to struggle, snuggle, or any of that yiffing stuff or anything. At least to my knowledge, um, but uh, yeah, she um, she 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 was a furry and uh, I, I suppose that comes from the the whole oh the uh, the guy who wanted to fucking go nuts on her. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess there's not. She she did know about the line, and we actually had. We had a lot of talks about uh, furries and stuff. She had this whole thing of every time that uh, she was like creating characters and um and stuff like that, she would always go, "All right, so this dude is a and, lion and and he um and he is what the fuck term was she called demisexual. I don't know what that means uh, but huh? I, I just remember it because, oh, he's a god. And so he Demi, god, whatever. Um, but, but like she, she would go into the, these like long, long explanations about her characters. And I was always like, why, like, this is all well and good. But I'm seeing so many of these furry characters that have all this lore, all this, like, that makes them unique and special. But what, like... If you're not going to put them in any writing or anything, what's the point of giving them this much depth? And so we we would often actually... Uh, <laughs> it's getting a little serious. We would often have like talks and uh, not fights but arguments about these things because I was like... Uh, I think I was very much of a dick back then, and I uh, and I think we talked about it in the last podcast about this whole thing about like uh, separating Risa and lesser. And at that point, I had this issue where I was Risa. so it was like uh, very very overly critical about this whole thing. I was like, but I think what I was trying to do was just encourage her to do something with it because uh, my ex was is very talented and very creative. And I wish that she would like make a a story or something with her characters, but what it ended up with being is like, this is fucking stupid, which was Risa yeah. and not me, and so uh yeah we we had some some arguments about it, but she was well aware that I had a strenuous relationship with with furries, but we we made it work, oh well, not in the long run, yeah. but at the time we made it work
1: despite of it. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, so I didn't talk about my girlfriend being an ex, ac- uh, my ex girlfriend being a furry because she wasn't, but no, I kind but- of had the same situation. Only, I think, cause, okay, so my ex girlfriend was really into RP, like unhealthily so. Uh, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna delve too much on that front, but like I can kind of understand. I see where you're coming from, because she had characters upon characters, lots of them, with very intricate lore, and she had a story she always wanted to tell. And she would tell it to me from, like, the bottom of her heart, and that always made me happy to hear, because I I live for that kind of shit. I love hearing about people's ideas and their characters, and, like, because they think about these things all the time. We were actually talking in the middle of the podcast, how Mm. when you have an idea, and you just... She just fucking clicks, and it's like, oh fuck, that's a good idea. I love hearing that, and I love pe- when people share that. It also like disheartened me because like she never made it, she never made a writing for it. No. Like the closest the closest things that her characters were being used was when I went out of my way to like commission people to actually get uh custom customized dolls of her characters being made because oh, cool. I wanted her to like see them like in physical form. And it was really cool, and but, like, nothing came of it, because, again, we broke up, and, like, she never made her story, but I do hope that, it, there's no fucking way she's listening to this right now, <laughs> but I do hope that she, like, fucking goes on with that idea, because it was always really good. I, Don't be afraid to make the thing, even if you think it's bad, but if you put in so much effort, something's gonna come from it, dude. I I will say that maybe this
0: is us kind of projecting like our interests upon theirs because our, like we we're going mm-hmm. hey if you have law and and depth to your characters you need to do something writing uh like with it and 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 that's because like that's what we want to see but I like, as I have grown older and stuff, I kind of realized that sometimes you make these detailed and, and in-depth characters just because you like to draw them. And so if you have, like, this lore behind them, you more understand, like, what scenes can I put them in where I can be happy about it? Like, if you had, um, what is the fiery chick from uh, Anarchy is called? Devlin? Devlin. Yeah. Like if uh, so, obviously Devlin is in a comic, a very well written comic, very in depth written comic. But let's pretend that Anarchy Dreamers uh, didn't exist and you had Devlin. I think that it, it, if you have like the character set up for Devlin and her her persona or something, you won't necessarily see her in like. Let's say that you want to make a beach drawing, right? And then you have to like figure out what would Devlin wear. I don't think that Devlin would wear like a onesie. Maybe she's probably more like a bikini kind of, guy, uh, kind of girl. And so if you have this character in your head about how your character that you're drawing would uh, like how, how they uh, function. I think you will have an easier time and be more happy about the products that you create of that character. Maybe that's just me.
1: I think I think it also is important to like realize cuz the chat did bring this up where it's like sometimes the most valid reason is just I just think they're neat. Yeah. And I think that's okay. And I think yeah. even if you don't draw or make a story or like do anything with them despite all the work you put in, I think we there's like a line we kind of ha- should accept where just the act of making these characters is intrinsically fun to do just having them is intrinsically fun it's 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 its own reward to say
0: but I will also say that there are times where where we as outsiders can look at people's work and be like this is so fucking good it's a shame that you don't do anything besides that with it I have a friend who is a amazing writer and she makes the best horror writing that I have ever read and there's so much, like it is so. Um, how do how do I describe it? it? Is some of that shit that gets under your skin, right? And and mm-hmm. not a lot, of, like so so much horror nowadays are monsters and and uh, ex killers and and all that shit. And then you have uh, this person who's able to write these stories where it leaves you with this kind of dread and like like. Uncomfortableness that a good horror story should do, and I keep telling them, please fucking just go on some kind of uh, uh, writing posting site and get this shit out there because I want I want this person to get the, the recognition of their of like their skills and their hard work and stuff, but nothing has happened yet. I'm still pushing for it. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it I I think that. Uh, it's a mixture of both respect what a person wants with what they're doing, but also it never hurts to encourage
1: them. <laughs> Seriously. That's, that's honestly what it all comes down to. Just like, it, like inspire people, encourage them. Cause, in, cause like the best thing you can, you can do with somebody when they have an idea is to encourage, well, asterisk, we're talking about like ideas in terms of like creative projects. Yeah. if someone has an idea to rob a bank don't encourage that no, no. I, was, I was trying to make a joke but I, I don't have one <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, encourage creativity it's good and wholesome absolutely alright uh, one more question from Shane O'Brien
0: we're putting a team together
1: <laughs> dear webcast relief I have two questions for you two the first oh fuck my fucking dyslexia Alright. The first question that might already be talked about at the time of this subject is far more near but if you didn't talk about it with Chris Chan court case coming up, do you think that this trial will be as what people call our O.J. Simpson trial of the 2020s? Uh-huh. It will affect the internet and subculture for good or worse. Uh, second question, what is your opinion change on Sprite? We're skipping this one. Okay, no, no, no. Sorry. What is your opinion... Change on sprite web comics from your days at the 8 bit theater review and thoughts on <laughs> other web comics that instead of drawn use movie clips or toys or photo stock as backgrounds like Alien Loves Predator. P.S. Uh, enjoy your Danish car traps and your big truck cloudy. If it was in GTA, I would so steal it. It sounds awesome. Oh my so This was from last week.
0: Fucking. God. I can't. Be- That's a blast from the past. Have you ever read
1: uh, Alien Loves Predator? Oh no, I haven't. But this sounds like you're going to tell me about it. To so tell me about it. I, I I wish I could,
0: but I only remember reading the shit out of it as a child. I actually don't recall what it's about, but I uh, but uh, that was actually um like 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 Shane in in, in the email brings up. Uh, it was a person who had a toy alien and a toy predator. And would then just take pictures of them and Photoshop them into different scenes. And then hilarity would ensue. Um, <laughs> and, uh, it, like, I, I used to love the shit out of that. But, uh, <laughs> as for the whole... I, I guess we're taking them in, in reverse order. But the whole, my opinion yeah. on Sprite comics... So, uh, I still stand by uh, some of the what I said in my second... Ever review? I, it's <laughs> it is so long ago, um, but like in w- at the beginning of a bit theater, I will heavily admit I did not read all the way to the end because that shit is uh, <clears throat> fucking long. Um, <laughs> but uh, like at the beginning of that, it is fucking dark shit. Uh, it, if you're doing that, that. Come, uh, that review came out at a time where I was very young and very inexperienced, and so... I think I would like to add a caveat to that, being that I uh, I do not like 8-bit... ...Sprite comics, because you can't fucking do anything with 8-bit. Well, you, you know, of, of course now with Photoshop, but at the time, where it's just like inserted with paint or whatever the fuck... You cannot tell what was going on at any point in time, and that was atrocious. Now I'm—I t- don't know if you know this, but I'm talking with a fantastic uh, sprite animator, and I have seen firsthand that you can get amazing stuff out of out of sprites. So I—I um, I think that uh, I I uh, I won't say I've changed my mind, but. Uh, I'm elaborating more of what I disliked back then, which was the 8-bit thing, because right, because now uh, you you can definitely tell that you can absolutely make it work. And then again, you have the whole like carnivores, where <laughs> where he could clearly <laughs> only get so many uh, sprites, and that's why suddenly Goku shows up and. <laughs> And the lion could only ha- had only two ways of being which was standing and roaring. Um, so there- so like, shit like that... Uh, not great. <laughs> Help me out, Claudia. Do you have anything to weigh in on?
1: Okay, so I... I take psychic damage every time I think of my first sprite comic I ever made. It was... The dumbest, the most wordy, the most incomprehensible thing in my entire life. And I will not show anybody or remind me of it, anybody of it. But I can definitely say it's way harder to do a good Sprite comic, but it is possible. Uh, oh, fuck. Now I feel sad. But uh, back in the d- ba- way back in the day when I was in like high school, middle school, my uh, I had a friend named Quaid who was also a MapleStory animator, but he also made really, really beautiful, like, Sprite comics. Because he would not only, like, take the backgrounds and the characters, but he do, like, everything he fucking could with them. To, like, he would mess around with the texts, he would, like, have, like, these, he would fuck around with the borders, he would do this weird thing where it looked like a storyboard, where, like, if you put it into animation, it would be, but it wasn't as simple, it is so hard to describe, because, like, it, he did this in fucking middle school. But it's like, you can do some really good shit with Sprite comics. It's just, the, I, I'm gonna say, like, the ceiling for it is way higher than just, like, slapping things on, like, on a screen and just putting, like, MS Paint text on it. It's possible to make really good ones, but I will, even I'll admit, it's way harder. Yeah. I went into animation because I can't do this with Sprite, with comics, but this is just me. I, I, am uh, gonna say.
0: I I will say like you you you're probably limited when when you're doing sprites. Uh, obviously, like it depends on the type of sprites you're using. But like if you, are for example, with eight bit theater, as was the case at the time, uh, you like you, at that point you're limited to video game sprites from mm-hmm. from old the old Sega Nintendo consoles or whatever they're from. Mm-hmm. I didn't play Final Fantasy, but anyway, um, but. Uh, so 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 there's only so much you can do and you have to work your brain around that and and so oftentimes people can't do that but the people who can do that can get some really good stuff out of it but it's one of those things where i think they could get even more out of it if they weren't limited like that um
1: go on i'm under the mindset that like i i feel comfortable with these restrictions because it's what one for me it's one less thing to worry about even mm. though this sounds completely counterproductive but when you get sometimes when you give somebody the world to play with they can't they just get paralyzed and they can't do jack shit whereas when they have like a medium they're really good with or they're comfortable with or if there's something that they know even in even if they take in all the limitations, if they work within them, they can maximize it to what they can possibly do. No, like I can't like I, I I I can't fucking draw. That's why I do sprites. But at the same time, even when I try, I can't get the same flow as I do when I animate. I can't draw a comic because that's just not in my wheelhouse. No. Yeah. But it's, like, it's it's just the thing, like, everyone has different equipment to work with, and some people are a bit, are, when, when they don't have to worry about, like, drawing all the models, and they don't have to worry about, like, composition, and, like, the mini gritty details of every, of how to put a good picture together, when you, ha- when you have those limitations set for you, you can focus on all the other shit, like, fluidity, like, good writing, like, good expressions, plot twists. Uh, execution, when you have something taken care of, it it just, it just it's like a light switch for some people. Again, yeah. this isn't like, yeah, this is like different for everybody. I can say like, even if, even those limitations are a really good thing for certain people, is what All I'm right. trying to say.
0: I, 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 I can see that. And I will also say, like, again, there are definitely people who, who can make it work. I know that Alice and I, I, I can't recall the, uh, the name of the comic, because it's it, I found it when i was way way young but it was um it was a comic that was made almost entirely out of like 70s you know like those typical um comics that you would see in newspapers or something it was like hi billy bob but would you like to go and play some bo-? like like that style <laughs> of, of 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 art and it was always like the most famous fucked up shit that they were talking about (laughs) and it was so funny exactly because it was so limited um there there was this one where um someone is like on a call with someone like a lady is on a call with a man and she's just explaining how bad her period is and going into like the most insane details about it and the the last frame is just jesus fucking christ who is this it's just like that's fucking great because when you portray it with this type of style it's like you you don't expect that and so you 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 get like you obviously when you see these things you're uh, at the style of uh, at the time people were a lot more like uh reserved they were a lot less like open about these fucked up things. So when you have a, a a style that betrayed that and when it was just so simple you could focus almost exclusively on what was being said and that really highlighted the humor. So to to go back to what, what Shane was asking, I definitely feel that if you uh anomaly, I think the comic is called um if you have the tools to to make something use those tools if those tools are toys that you take photos of if it is pixel art if it is um, uh, music if it is tap dancing dance whatever if if you feel like i can convey what i want to through this do it. I, I like again, uh, I know that there are some screenwriters out there who has explained some of the action uh, the scenes that are going to take place in a movie using fucking the map creator in Warcraft 3. Like if that's sometimes if if the tool you need to convey your story or whatever you want
1: is a little unorthodox, fuck it. Oh, uh, th- that just made me remi- remember something. How uh, Gmod, that shit that was just hijacking the engine for Half-Life, yeah. was the inspiration for creating the Source Filmmaker. So, oh, yeah. everyone was using Gmod for movies like, fuck it, I guess we'll just try to make it a little easier for you. You can thank uh, the fucking Gmod for 10%
0: of Pornhub right now.
1: <laughs> God bless. God yeah. bless us, everyone. Uh but yeah, uh limitations are good sometimes if you can work around them. I think uh, that don't you go on. No, no, you go, you go on. I,
0: I, I think uh, uh Alice likes to 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 bring this up where it's like sometimes uh, certain things are made because of the limitations. Uh like uh what the fuck was it? Like for example, um uh, Resident Evil, the old Resident Evil, when they had to like have that anime- that scene where they you know walk up to the door and it opens and you enter the new room, that is obviously there to hide a loading screen. But <laughs> by having that, it has that f- this feeling of anything could be, ha- be behind this fucking door and it might jump out at me and it builds something up. Like they they use the limitations to to create great st- uh, to enhance. The the original product. Fucking Silent Hill. Silent Hill 1 and 2. They have the fog to limit the draw distance because the the PlayStation cannot fucking handle it. Like, and it's one of the best
1: things about Silent Hill. <laughs> I can literally only see two feet ahead, but it makes everything so terrifying. Exactly. the most... The moment you have Pyramid Head pop in is the moment your heart fucking stops. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that was yeah. a good way to answer the second question. Uh, first one, uh, I think the trial actually didn't happen. No, it I got postponed. Like it, yeah, it got postponed. So I guess that's our answer.
0: Yeah. Uh, but when it does happen, I saying that it will be the O.J. Simpson, um, is probably going a little too nuts. Um, it's like it, it's one of those things where uh, Christine is just a autistic person who uh, uh, who raped their uh, elderly demented mother, b- who happened to be a webcomic creator. Uh, th- I don't think that there's like I don't think there's gonna be like a a, a precedence for this unless some kind of like um, unless the actions of christine can be traced back to uh that chick who, who leaked the call because apparently she's an uh, entire uh, bag of worms uh, and people are so it's one of those weird things where people are, are assuming that she put christine up to it uh, or maybe that christine didn't even do anything and it's just her editing the audio but it's one of those things where it's like it's, it like it, you, you can tell that like the, everything that Chris is saying is very Chris and it's very like the flow is natural for uh, in mm-hmm. in the in the director's cut of the uh, of the yeah. call so is uh, I don't think that something has been taken. Like it's not that like Christine said. Yeah. So I ha- I didn't have sex with my mom. Like it's not like that. Didn't was taken out.
1: It, it's like, I I I. No. Don't... It's, oh, no it's like no. He that she the, Chris did it. Like there's no way around it. Like even if, even if this crazy person put Chris up to it, you at this point because. Chris, this isn't just one count. This is something that has been going on for a for a month.
0: Yeah. A so. Plus, let, let's not forget the fact that she openly bragged about it to Null, like oh, God. months, uh, like a month or two before it it was dropped. So it's, I I think like if anything, it's going to be interesting to follow this court case and see. Where it's going to go because there's a lot of w- weird factors up in the air that will decide the outcome. Is Barbara actually like lucid enough to make decisions or not? Is Chris uh and 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 uh are they going to factor in the online harassment? Are they not? Are they going to factor in the uh, the fact that she broke the uh, the thing where she's not allowed to see uh, to oh, yeah, have anything yeah, to do with thing. her mom? Where she like stole money out of her account? That one really, I I, I mentioned it at uh, on the the day off or something. That one fucking pissed me off. It's one thing that to was... fucking rape your your mom and and believe that oh she liked it and it was you know a mutual thing, but this one is just fucking like there's no way you can just like go oh no it's 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 fine no it's like you fucking stole money from your parents what the fuck you, the police told you not to do it yeah you got
1: like, explicit uh, information not to do it like I think like uh. Okay, okay, real quick. Uh, I I wa- I recently watched a live stream where Null was explaining what was going down on those nights and like to hear the dejection in his voice was something else. Null is the one who created Kiwi Farms. Yeah. Like he has this we- he has admitted he has this weird attachment to Christine. Where like he like even though he doesn't entirely condone all the shit. He will go out of his way to help and defend Christine from like crazy people. Yeah. And like he even had to explain it's like Chris never fucking learns to the point where Chris was defending crazy bitch doing everything that Chris could do to say like, no, but it's not their fault. So Chris is openly being manipulated because this person's a girl. Yeah. So that's a fucky thing. But like the whole, the whole interaction where he was talking about, uh, talking about Barbara, where like, where he, where Christine was telling Null what was going on. He said, like, I think when I've realized that Barbara was the one, like, like Chris knows exactly what she's doing. Yeah. Chris knows for a fact that Chris is doing a bad thing. Or, so if you want to, like, blame autism or whatever, it's like, that's not going to fly. Because Chris knew that this was a bad thing and did it anyway, and is yeah. getting a kick out of trying, of, like, the possibly getting caught. So there's no really remorse behind it, so you can't really even use the whole... I mean, they're going to try, obviously, because right, that's what, whatever the defense you have. But, like... Chris knew that this was a bad thing and, he, and Chris still did it regardless. Yeah, I, I have an addendum to that question for you, mm-hmm. Cloudy. Do yes. you think
0: that the, the cataloging of Chris, to the extent that, that, that exists, do you think that's going to help or hurt Christine's trial? It's, okay, do you want my honest opinion? No, I want you to lie. Of course I want
1: you to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be a non-factor. Okay. Because the way, the way the justice system works in the United States, you can literally have an entire fucking catalog of data proving somebody, you can have this mountain of evidence and still watch someone go free. Hmm like that that's not just a pessimistic thing the reason they do that is because like depending on where the evidence is sourced it could either be like even though circumstantial evidence is really important like you can like the 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 the, the entire wikipedia is can be seen as like a biased source so there could be so even though you have the fucking tape, even though you have the fucking website, even though you have a forum and like uh, millions of people talking about it, there could be a thing where none of it gets taken into account because it could either be, you know, unuseful. It could be someone else's, someone else trying to change the narrative. It's gonna be entirely up to the. To, like, the detective finding out on their own, coming to their own conclusions, and then going to the jury to see what they feel. But could you, like... So,
0: I'm not a lawyer. Big shocker, I know. either. (laughs) I play a lot of Phoenix Wright, that's about it. But could you, for example, use all these videos of Chris being either weird or bullied or something like that to... Influenced the jury to be like no look at her she's just a crazy girl looking for love because uh, like as we've been over uh, as everyone has been over a million times chris is this weird uh, amalgamation of where you just uh, where you flip-flop between going fuck you chris and i feel so sorry for you chris so if you just took all those parts out where it just like looks like you're feeling uh, that that makes you feel bad for for chris do you think, like, again, because that exists and they could eat... And, again, sometimes it's not about what the the truth is or something. Sometimes it is what can you influence the people in the court to believe or feel or whatever. So a, a, a lawyer could absolutely just play a fucking montage of all these different clips and say they're pertaining to the case and then influence the, the jury to make them feel sorry for her.
1: I mean... You can totally do that, but at the same time, you can also play the audio for the phone call where Chris admits to raping their mother for a month. And And And
0: say that God gave her permission.
1: Yeah. So, see, that's the thing. Like, You can totally try to sway, like, okay, legally you're not supposed to, but that's what they always fucking do anyway. But like you can do it one way or the other. It's just if you try to if you try to do that, then like the prosecution's gonna go in showing the time Chris fucked the PS five or again show up at the audio PS three, sorry. Get your law right. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'm a I'm a fake Chris story. <laughs> uh, but no, but like essentially you, you they probably will find a way to do that, but like that's also not a risky play, that's also a risky play because, like, one, you're trying to sway the jury without, like, with, like, an, with, like a non-meaningful evidence. Or, two, the prosecution counters showing either the full clip where they, like, cut it off, and when Chris starts, like, trying to incite violence against this one person for being gay and, like, misgendering them and all that shit. You, they, they can pull, like, the prosecution can pull the same fucking shit, and they're just yeah. gonna go back and forth with that. So, God to be a fly on the wall or to be on the jury for Christian's trial is going to be insane. Can, can you? So I'm. So it's like, it's like it's, out it's, you one, can, one. but it's not the best idea. Is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah. So I'm 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 bummed out by the fact that uh, you're not allowed to record <laughs> anything, but I'm amazed that they are making it an open court case, like. If if there's room for you, you can go into that courtroom and be and witness the entire fucking thing. You're just not allowed to record it. And I've that is fucking wild to me. But like, I I had like a thought that I wanted to uh, that I wanted to run by you. That's the last thing here uh, while you were talking, which is. Do you think, like, if you were a legal eagle or whatever that lawyer is called, who, who, who breaks down court cases, <laughs> do you think if they could get a fucking tape, a recording of, of this trial, do you think that if he made a video about that, he would just win YouTube forever?
1: He... My, listen. I guarantee you, every lawyer YouTuber who, when this shit drops, even if it's just the minutes posted they are going to be eating fine for fucking months. They're going to be eating this shit up, breaking it down. Ev- like everyone's YouTubes are going to be covered in like lawyer videos and lawyer reactions. Chris Chan did what? Oh god, Christmas came early for these fuckers. And I'll be there for it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah.
0: I like you you can fucking like uh complain or do whatever about them uh, like beating uh, that horse so much about like this entire topic but hey they gotta eat but yeah again I'm the exact sucker who will
1: eat this shit up (laughs) I know listen 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 they deserve it because like I feel like everybody has had like some contact with Chris it's like Chris is an inevitability yeah Remember when Chris made a meet an amiibo of you and then curse me yame had your amiibo, amiibo Uh
0: well it wasn't me.
1: No, it was you. It okay. was you and a bunch of other creators who did documentaries on him.
0: Her. I I i are you being, are you being serious. No, uh like legit it wasn't me. It was her brother. Her brother also oh, yeah. is it so we we know someone you and i we know someone who actually got in contact with chris wishing oh. to uh, did, okay didn't know about it so they actually reached out to chris uh because like everyone was flipping the fucking shit like did chris legit make a fucking amiibo of Risa and could she have it uh but no uh it turns out that uh, so this person reached out and she's a female a very pretty female so of course it was uh High like a highway to 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 Chris. If if you're, <laughs> if you're a pretty female, you got a landline directly to Chris's phone if you wanted. Um, and so she inquired about like buying this thing. i was like, hey, by any chance, is this thing built on the Webcomic Reviewer uh, Riser from the Webcomic Relief? And Christine was like, no, it's my brother. Because apparently her brother is also a bald guy who reviews, who wears glasses, and sometimes wears sixpence. Huh. I so I was over the fucking moon when I saw this. I'm like, yes, I have a foot in christy and then I'm like, oh, okay, it's not me.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh,
0: so yeah, so it's it's Cole Smithy. It's not me. <laughs>
1: I'm still gonna I'm still gonna tell people it's you. That's fine. I like that
0: better. So no, I don't have a, a footprint in, in, in Christry yet.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? Maybe you will when you get to the next part of Sonic you and we go dive deep into the fucking hell
0: which uh real quick 75% the script writing i'm so sorry that it has taken so long but i have been a fucking busy bee with fucking i became an uncle and there's been marriages and all this shit so i have been very busy but i am so sorry that it took so long i hope that the uh, reaction video was going to to bridge the gap but don't worry i'm hard at work on it and you will see it before long
1: yeah yeah i think that's a good place to end
0: yeah. So, uh, see you guys next time.
1: Bye, everybody. Bye.